been a long day. And a nice hot detox shower. Come on. Hi, welcome to Bare Minimum. I'm Joe, and I'm so excited to be joined this week by Josiah Carter from Below Deck. Josiah, how are you? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? How are you holding up in this whole coronavirus situation? I'm good. Taking it day by day. I'm actually meditating every morning. Really? Not completely successfully. My mind does wander, but I feel like it's something that <laughs> I know will help me in the long run. I go on walks, but I kind of get bored from the same route. So I actually don't go every day. And I'm just watching loads of reality TV. So that's <laughs> that's how I'm coping with it. What more do you want? I'm quite lucky, actually. I live in quite a nice area. Or there's lots of different routes we can go on. And we've just found a new route, which takes us near a little river and through these nice fields. So we've been doing that. We've been trying to go on a walk every single day. Um, my boyfriend, Michael, his mum has actually just moved in with us because she lives alone. So otherwise, I think she actually said she would kill herself if she had to stay inside by herself with no one to talk to for this long. So we thought we'd set, we, we thought we'd spare her her life and let her move in. So we've been taking her out for a walk. We've actually been having a daily game of Scrabble to try and keep our brains going. But um, Fun. Yeah, that's it, really. We're just trying to keep ourselves busy. We kind of have got a little bit of a routine. We have a bit of a lazy morning. We watch some TV. We go on our walks. We play our Scrabble. We have lunch. We try to resist having wine, but sometimes it's just so hard and you just have to have a glass at lunch. I was going to say, first of all, I did not know that my podcast was going to take such a dark turn. (laughs) (laughs) With a a suicide threat, but I'm glad glad that is. No, it's really not that bad. It's really, it's. I've actually really, really enjoyed quarantine. I know, I know, a lot of people are probably going to be sat at home saying, "Oh my god, this is the worst thing in my in my life." But actually, I've really actually enjoyed it. We've spent some time in the house. We've um, we've set up like a little gym in the spare room. Not that I've used it, but we've set one up. So I feel good about that. So much sadness on the news. And every time I turn the TV on, it's talking about how many deaths there is and how many of this there is. So I think we should at least try and think positively and like, you know, try and stay happy. And, you know, otherwise everyone's just going to get so depressed, aren't they? You've got to try and live a little bit, haven't you? We met at the Hey You Real Housewives of Atlanta brunch event. And I can't believe that was so long ago, but the season's only just ended. When was it? Was it November-ish? It just goes to show how many episodes they churn out. Time flies when you're having fun. Well, it's questionable whether it was fun. (laughs) I'm looking forward to the reunion because they're doing it on Zoom. Oh, yeah. I've seen a few things happening on Zoom. Like, they've been doing Watch What Happens Live and... All of that stuff on Zoom, which is quite cool. But, I mean, it must be so stressful. I have done so many quizzes on Zoom with my friends, and it is the most stressful thing because everyone's trying to talk at the same time, and it's never in sync. So it's going to just be even more of a, you know, can I swear? Go for it, hon. It's going to be even more of a shit show, isn't it, than they normally are. Oh, she's starting. (laughs) Instead of the dramatic walk-offs now, because we're living in this time of quarantine, they're just going to leave the chat. (laughs) A dramatic click off. You've actually got a special place in my Below Deck journey because I actually started watching from season six and I really enjoyed you. I'm still flabbergasted that you never got renewed. You and me both, darling. You and me both. I'm just picturing you just leaving this conversation right now. (laughs) Oh, you're breaking up. (laughs) You're in Orderly Edge, right? I'm in Hale. 
um, which is kind of only 10, 15 minutes near Alderley Edge. It's actually where a lot of, you know where the Housewives of Cheshire? It's where a lot of that's filmed. So a lot of that's filmed in Hale, Altrincham, Cheshire, uh, in uh, Alderley Edge kind of area. So I live in Hale. Do you ever bump into Dawn Ward in Waitrose? No, I don't actually. I've met her at a few parties. Um, I know two of the girls that are on there, actually. Um, I know Lauren, who's just come back. Have you watched any of it? I haven't, actually. I've dipped in and out. And I love that they break the fourth wall. They don't pretend that they're not on the Housewives show. Maybe now is a good time for me to dive into it and do my homework. Yeah, so I've never seen it before. Um, And I met Lauren, who's back this season, um, probably two years ago. She's like, she's friends with my Red hair. Yeah. So she's yes. kind of slightly friends with my boyfriend. She's friends with some of our other friends. And I've been to a couple of her parties. Um, so I know her. And I know Hannah, who's fairly new. She's um, Martin Kinsella, who is the Botox and filler guy. Um, so I know them. Um, but I haven't actually... I've never, ever seen it. And there's, like, the new season's coming up and Lauren's in it. And it's, like, a bit of a hoo-ha or whatever. So I thought I'd start watching it. And um, I actually really like it. <laughs> So you should, we should watch it. You also have a home in Mallorca. Are you a bit gutted that this all didn't happen while you were out there? Yeah, well, do you know what? Just before quarantine, literally the week before, um, we had flights to go out there. So we were kind of, we were, we were saying to ourselves, right, are we going to go out there and then be quarantined out there? Because um, the house over there is nicer than the one we've got here. It's got a pool you know, it's got a bit of a nice garden. Obviously, it's Mallorca, so it's a lot nicer weather. Um, so we thought, are we going to go there and are we going to quarantine there and be in a lovely place and all of that? Or are we going to be home? And the, we came to the thing, we came to the conclusion that Spain's quarantine is a lot worse than ours. Like, you can't even go outside. You can't, you can walk your dog, but only one person can go and walk the dog. Other than that, you can't even go out for your daily exercise. So I'm glad that we're here. But I do really, really miss Mallorca. I just, we're, like, as soon as we can go, we're going to go. I keep, like, oh, I closing my eyes and imagining that I'm there. And then I open them and I realise I'm in Manchester. See, that's meditation right there. You're already doing it and you didn't even know it. I'm cabin crew, so I kind of feel like we've got a kind of kindred spirit. We're both technically crew. <laughs> and yeah. it's, got the word, it's got the word cabin in it. Yeah, you're just air crew and I'm sea crew. Yeah, I've always said they should reboot Airline or do some kind of like Bravo project where it's called Above Deck or, or sort of like up Above in the, the sky. sky. <laughs> yeah. How did you get started in yachting? I believe you're from a seaside town anyway, so that kind of makes it like a natural transition. Yeah, so I am from um, South Devon, right on the water. So I've grown up kind of basically swimming in the water all the time and going out on boats. And um, a friend of mine, joined the yachting industry because her dad lives in Fort Lauderdale and her dad's on the yachting scene so she went out there and did it and she basically and I remember I was sat um at home in January and it was as you as you would expect raining like there's no tomorrow and I was working during the day in a clothes shop and then I was working during the night in a restaurant and she said you should just come over here and she sent me a photo of her with a cocktail in her hand sat on the beach saying I'm just on my day off and I thought I need to do this so I literally quit both of my jobs and I picked the first flight and I went out to Fort Lauderdale to find my first job 
that is very Julia Roberts in Eat, Pray, Love. Just dropping everything and just fucking off and starting a new life. I, 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 I love that. I know, it does sound like a movie. Until, you, and then, until I was there and then I realised I couldn't drink and then I borrowed some, one of my friend's IDs, which I probably shouldn't really be saying, but um, I did. And then my drink got spiked and had to get carried home. So Ooh. like, it kind of turned from like a beautiful dream to a bit of a nightmare. But then back to a dream again, because I got onto a, like a really cool boat and I was in Miami and I was living the Miami life. So it probably is a film, actually. I should do it. Talking of yachting, my friend Isaac recently told me that it's actually de classe to say yacht and the proper way to say it is boat. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay. I, I always hate it. And my mum is the worst for it. My mum will be like, so how's the super yachts? And I'm like, mum, we just call it a boat. It is just a boat. So you'll, like, you'll, you'll see people in the pub or in the restaurant or whatever, and you'll be like, oh, so what boat are you on? And they'll say, you, like, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say yacht. And then I come back home and my mum's like, yeah, my son works on yachts. And I'm like, mum, stop it. It's just a boat. I know on paper they are super yachts, but like, you just, the thing to say is a boat. I'm so glad I know this now. How did you get onto the show? So a friend of mine who was on season four, I think, she's called Lauren. She was a female deckhand. And um, I didn't actually see her season because this was before you could watch it in the UK. Um, but she actually did not get along with Kate at all. And they had like huge arguments. But she messaged me and she said, you should go on this show. It's really good fun. I had a really good time. And I think you'd be really good in it. So she then um, introduced me to the kind of, it's a, it's a really weird thing because they, they want to cast you, but they also need to run a, run the boat. So it's not like they cast you for the TV show. They kind of cast you for the show and the boat because they need people that actually know what they're doing because it is essentially work still. So um, because luckily I kind of knew what I was doing, um, she introduced me to the casting people and they went through my CV and that's just how it, and it went from there, really. Fab. I've always wondered that, like how much they do cast for the character, kind of like on X Factor, where they choose to put people through who are just entertainment value, and then they choose to yeah. put the actual skilled vocalists through. Yeah, because at the end of the day, they do have to, you do have to work on the boat. Like you do, there is actually a job to do, and you do have to essentially keep the boat floating. So um, there is a certain aspect that you have to be able to do your job. So they do, obviously, they do cast for the boat and the show. Um, but mainly, you know, there's enough. Trust me, I know I've worked on, I worked on yachts for like four or five years before the show. And there is more than enough drama for them not to need to cast for a show. You've got some stories. I know you have. I think you were just the perfect balance because you were clearly so good at your job. Yeah. So I used to work for um, a royal family um, when they were in London. So I used to work for those, which I really enjoyed. And um, then I went to work on a boat. And the norm is that um, the guys work on the deck and the women work on the interior. And that's just the norm. And me being obviously the person that doesn't like to do the norm, I started on deck and then I realized, no, I want to be in air conditioning. So I then kind of stopped yachting for six months and I did a few interior courses and I did a few training. Um, and that's when I did my butler course. Um, so I'm, I'm, I am officially a trained butler, but I was doing kind of butler work before um, yachts. 
Got it. Yeah, no, 100%. I'd much rather be below deck than above deck. I mean, give me the laundry room, honestly, above like pulling the, the ropes and the whatever and whatnot and getting sunburnt as well. Come on, all that. Yeah, exposed. It's, it's so hard to get rid of a t-shirt can. Are you watching Below Deck Sailing? No, I haven't. I actually haven't. I'm such a bad Below Deck fan. I haven't actually watched any of it. I started watching season seven and then I realised that... Um, then I just, I kind of, I don't know, I just, it just fizzled out. I kind of stopped watching it. I can imagine it's difficult to watch it. It's kind of like they essentially fired you and, they, 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 and then you don't, really, you don't really want to watch your ex-colleagues like thriving. I loved your relationship with Kate. Are you guys still in contact? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're obviously not in contact as much as um, I think people think, but that's only because, you know, she is in America and I'm in England and we're both living very different and very separate lives. Um, mm. We used to chat a lot because obviously we were both on the show and there was a lot to talk about. Now there's not so much to talk about. We still chat a little bit over Instagram and stuff like that. Um, we don't chat as much as I think people um, expect or want, but that's just because we've, you know, we live in two different countries living very separate lives. So um, we do keep we do keep in conversation a little bit, but we don't. You know, we're not on the phone to each other for hours every single day. She's recently quit yachting and I'm excited to see what the next project is. I suspect it's going to be some kind of a reality venture and I'm excited to see what that could be. When I tell you my life was made, when she commented on a meme I posted a couple of weeks ago and she said, hilarious. She does love a good meme. I think I know the answer to this question, but would you go back if they asked you to? Yeah, do you know what? I would go back. I'd never, never say never. Um, I did really enjoy it. I'd love to go back on boats again because I'm not really working on yachts at the moment. I had really, I had a really good time filming it, and obviously, I'd love to see Captain Lee again. So yeah, I would, for sure. You know, when you see other people like getting angry, obviously not at you, like at other people, and you're kind of like a cheerleader on the side. I just love it. I love seeing it when like Captain Lee's getting angry at other people, or like. Kate and someone else is having an argument and I'm just sat there with my popcorn like yes you go you were that one at school weren't you that was sort of watching the fights from the sidelines I mean trust me I was that that person too oh I would never be in a fight but I would always add to a fight oh you'd add to it you'd oh yeah no so what so you've got to pick your moments probably you've got to you've got to work out who's the fiery one and who will just say anything and then what you do is you stand next to them and you'll go, I can't believe she said that. She did it. And then you'll say something to her and then sh- and then the person, you know, the angry one will go in and say it. And so like you feel like your job's done in the argument, but you've actually physically not been in it. I'm 100% with you because I just, there was nothing more exciting at school. You're in the middle of a boring school week and suddenly within a few milliseconds, the whole school is crowded round. Yeah, I used to love it. Hair pulling hair pulling and it's like really brutal (laughs) (laughs) because it's other people you don't (laughs) you're just there with the popcorn there's not much to miss about school but that is well up there I know I do actually weirdly miss school I feel like every gay has their favorite English teacher yes (laughs) oh mine was so beautiful she had red hair she was actually called Mrs Redhead as well and she had lovely red hair I'm screaming is that a surname Mrs Redhead she's called Mrs Redhead and her hair was red get out of town. Mine was called 
Mrs. Sharma, she's gorgeous, so intelligent. And she was going through a divorce at the time that we sort of picked up on, me and my friends who would sort of hang out with her at lunch times, but we didn't really want to pry. And then there was this one moment where she actually consoled to us that she was going through a divorce and it was like very emotional and we felt so connected to her. When, oh my God, what's his name? The fit one who nearly drowned. Ashton. Ashton, yeah. Nearly drowned because of a like mistake that he made, but yeah. I'm screaming. What I don't understand is everyone was like, oh my God, he nearly drowned. And I was like, yeah, he nearly drowned because he missed like number one step. Like there's not really a rule book of yachting, but like if there is a rule book, number one is don't step in. So you, you, what you do is you coil up all the rope when you're towing a boat and you put it all into a circle or you put it all into like a figure of eights. Now, when I was working on deck, the first thing, we hadn't even got off like the, the pier yet. And the first thing the person said to me is, if there is rope laying on the floor and we are moving, do not step in the rope. That's like number one rule. It's like when you see a fire, don't put your hand in it. And he basically just like jumped in the fire. I would say he's a dumbass. Yeah. And also he's a misogynistic prick. You didn't watch season seven, but there's this one point where he actually gets quite violent towards Kate. And like, Kate's my home girl. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. So dumb. So dumb. I'm convinced it was like roid rage or something. or like (laughs) Roid rage. Protein rage. Cocaine frenzy with some dodgy Thailand (laughs) coke. I know. I am more annoyed that I wasn't asked on next season, mainly because I've been to Thailand and it was so much fun and I just wanted to go back. Oh, it would have been so much fun. And they could have filmed like you and Kate going to like a, a ping pong show. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine. I really want to get to the bottom of this. There was no underlying tension between you and a producer that you didn't like or something. No, I love all the producers. And we chat, um, we still chat now. Um, one of them actually sent me a, me- she was very sweet. Because um, they're all, all obviously in LA. So they're quite far up like their days are quite far behind me. So I woke, I actually woke up to a really lovely message from one of them. And she was saying, I hope you're staying safe. I'm loving all your cocktail posts on Instagram and all of that lot. And another one of the producers um, made one of the cocktails and sent it to me, like sent me a photo and was like, I'm loving that you're doing this. this is really good fun. So I'm, um, I've not had any arguments with any producers. I um, still speak to them and they're all really lovely. Right, this is bizarre. I can feel it in my bones that we have not seen the last of you on Below Deck in whatever uh, franchise or format. Would you go to Med? I would go to Med, mainly because it's closer to England, so I could just, I don't have to sit on like a flight for like 14 hours. So I can like be there in two hours. But there's a very, so I'm, I don't, I'm probably not allowed to say this, um, but you'll be very excited about where the Med is filmed this summer. And I'm just going to say that. Mm, very exclusive. I wouldn't do sailing, but I'd do med. You wouldn't do sailing. That's interesting. Is it just because no. you've, never, you've never worked on a sailing boat? No, I'm just not a huge fan of added stress. Like, it's already stressful enough. I don't want to be trying to serve and then the, the boat to just to tip up, basically. That is a huge mood. I'm not a huge fan of added stress. No. <laughs> it's stressful enough. Why don't we just add to it? What? A lot of people don't realise you're only seeing half of the people with the production crew. And I'm sure there's a whole lot more drama going on between, between the production crew themselves and between the production crew and the, and the cast. Like in Love Island, the reason we never see them eating lunch is because they all sit down with the crew and they all have lunch together. No. 
Do they? They do. And there's a whole other group of people that you do not see. Ultimately, it was the cameraman, I forget his name, who actually saved Ashton's life yeah. because they stepped in. It was said that you guys are really strictly told to not even acknowledge the crew. Is that true? Yeah, we're, we're not allowed to have any contact with them. Gen- genuinely, um, we're not allowed to speak to them. We're not allowed to even look at them. And um, it's really weird. I didn't realise this, but there's about 50 people behind the cameras because they've got, you know, there's people that have got to, because you're on a boat, they've got to have like other boats um, dropping crew, like camera crew off and on. And then there's people that are doing the editing. There's people that are doing the running around. There's people that, there are so many people that are involved with filming the filming Below Deck. But also we are genuinely not allowed to speak to anyone. There's only one person that we're allowed to speak to. And that's um, if there's like an emergency or if you need, because it's, you know, if you need something from the shops, like if you need some medication or something, then you can message one person. Um, and sh- that they're purely there just to look after the crew. You know, when we go on nights out, that they they're gonna they tell us we're gonna go to this restaurant. But genuinely, there's no. We're not allowed to talk to any of the production team. That we're not allowed to. We don't sit down and have lunch with them. They don't tell us what to do or what to say. Genuinely, they kind of just say, "Right, you're gonna walk to that boat. Good luck," and then like kind of push you out there, and then that's it. That's all. We're not allowed to speak to anybody. I love that. In that sense, it's kind of the most organic show on Bravo then, on a par with the early seasons of Vanderpump Rules. I don't know if you watch Drag Race, but when they're doing their makeup, they've clearly been told by production, okay, we want to talk about your childhood trauma today. So what they do is, before before the show, obviously, because um, they obviously want all of us to meet on camera, so um, we all fly to whatever location we're going to when we stay in the in our hotels. And then you have a meeting with um, a couple of the producers before you go on the show. Um, just to see if you've got any questions or if you've got any worries or about anything. And they just say to you, for the first few weeks, it's going to feel very weird because obviously cameras are going to follow you around. And then they said, just try to speak to the crew and get to know them because obviously the people at home are going to want to get to know them. But that's just like a normal conversation. You know, you're not going to stand in a room and not talk to anybody. So they're just telling you what you're going to do anyway. So they just say, you know, go in there, be yourself, have fun, do your job. And that's just all they really want from you. So that's all I did really. This is also interesting to me. I live for this kind of stuff. So let's get in to some follower questions. I put up on my story a couple of days ago that I was having you on the pod and if anyone had any questions and they came through with the goods. Hadar underscore Drayman. How good is Kate at her job regardless of what we see on the show? Um, well, she, well, she knows exactly what she's doing. She's very good. She's very. Um, I, I, I think one of the reasons why we get along so well is because um, there's a lot of chief stews that um, like to flutter. You know, they kind of go, oh, like, let's do this. Like, they're a bit of a flapper, and I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan of flappers. Kate has since last season decided to stop doing the show and stop yachting altogether. So I think her heart wasn't in the job. Yeah, which I get. It's not a job that you're going to do forever. It's. You know, it's a lot of stress for six weeks or longer or however long the season is. Um, you know, it's a lot of stress, a lot of pressure. You're away from your family and friends. There is only a certain amount of time that you can be a chief stew for. You know, if I ever step up to be a chief stew, I know that I won't be, I won't be doing it forever. I'll probably do it for a few seasons 
um, there is always a time that you're just going to say, right, that's enough. Um, because, you know, you're in a confined space. You're sleeping in the same bedroom as someone. You've got to share a, a very small space with other people. There's a lot of things that go against it. So um, I think she just thought, and, you know, rightly so, if that's how she felt, that her time was up. But um, she was a great chief stew, and, you know, I learned a lot from her. You met your boyfriend in Miami, right? Yes. So, you know, when you're away on holiday and you um, hear someone that's obviously speaking the same language or the same accent and you think, oh, my God, we're going to become best friends. So I basically turned around and I was like, hey, how are you? And we kind of had a little chat. He was out there on holiday with some friends and I was out there working on a boat. And um, so we just got chatting and we exchanged each other's numbers. um, And it's so old school, I know. And then... He, I messaged him when we were back, when I was back in the UK and he lives in Manchester and I lived in Devon. So um, I was trying to be romantic and I was like, do you ever come to Devon? It's so beautiful. You'd love it. And he went, no. So I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And he said, do you ever come to Manchester? I said, no, I don't ever go up north. It's horrible. Which was quite, which, so it was kind of a bit of a joke. And then he said, I'm going to Brussels with some friends. And I thought, well, I've never been to Brussels. So I um, jumped on a plane and our first date was in Brussels. That is so chic. Isn't I it? love that. I'm glad you were joking about your northern shade because I'd love to live in Manchester. It is. A, it, I know. I take it all back. Manchester is one of the, my favourite cities. I actually love it. It's not super busy and stressful like London. Everyone's really nice and everyone's really happy. It's great nightlife. It's the perfect city, I think. Sean Alexander says, why didn't you get a second season? I just wanted to tell you that just to show that there is demand out there. Thanks, guys. (laughs) I will forward that to Andy Cohen. A friend of the pod, Liam Hudson, said, how do other yachties react to the ones on the show? Well, so they react in two different ways. Um, Some of them like, like to watch it and they think it's funny and they kind of take the piss, which is good fun. And then others hate it, but they only hate it because they're jealous because they're not on it, I think. Tea. So many of my friends that work on yachts have messaged me and they said, oh my God, I've seen the season and it's so much fun. You're so funny. And they don't want to be on the season. They don't want to be on Below Deck. They're quite happy doing what they're doing. They think it's a good fun show. And then others think, oh my God, once you go on Below Deck, you've ruined your life. And I think, well, yeah, says the person that's still, you know, a deck hand that has been for five years, still living with his parents. Kind of, you know. Listen, I think it would only ruin your life if you're, Caroline if if you're someone like you who came across really well on the show it doesn't fucking ruin your life it enhances it Uh, Liam also wanted to ask you about the 100th episode on Watch What Happens Live it seemed chaotic and unhinged oh my god it so was it was just the funniest thing it was just like it was so surreal because I hadn't seen all the uh, all the seasons I've only really seen mine selfishly and my friend Lauren who was on with Nico was like oh my god yeah you're like Nico so I met him and we got along really really well um some of the girls are just absolutely nuts and I love them um it was just it's kind of it was just kind of like it wasn't a shit show because it was good fun but it was Mm. just so chaotic like backstage everything was going on and um, then we all went out afterwards and we all just got really, really drunk. And it was it was great to meet so many people, but it was just, it was very chaotic. And what's Andy like? 
Yeah, I mean, he's alright. See, I don't know. I've never seen him on anything before, so I don't really know what, um, like, I don't. Is he is he fun on the show? I don't know. Andy Cohen. Yeah. Oh, you are thinking about Andy Cohen. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't because I've never seen him on a show other than meeting him in oh. person. So I've never seen any of the. I'm I'm the worst person at Bravo. I've never really seen any of the Real Housewives. I've never seen any shows on Bravo, really. So I don't know what he's really like, but he was really nice when I met him. Talking of housewives, have you met any of them? Obviously, you probably wouldn't have known who they, who they are, though, would you? No, I haven't, because the only time I would have met them was probably doing, like, Watch What Happens Live. But mm. I kind of only flew in for, like, the night. So I flew in, I spent the night in New York, I went on Watch What Happens Live, and then I flew back the next day. So I've never actually really met any of them. Because I don't really live in America. I think if I lived either in LA or in New York or something, I probably would end up meeting up with some of them, but um, because I don't really live there, I don't, you know, not, I don't spend as much time there to be able to get to know any of them. Oh, I'd love to live in LA. Like second to Manchester, oh, that is somewhere so I'd love to live. I, I, would, I, could, I could live in LA. I feel like it's my spiritual home ground. Mm. Jamers03 asks, has he ever served celebrity clients? Was Caroline as insane as seemed? Weirdest request. Yes and yes. Um, I've had a few celebrities on boats. Orlando Bloom came to a party, as did um, Leonardo DiCaprio came to a party. What was weird, he was, he was staying on a yacht, and this is when I was working in a big house that was beautiful. And he came to like a big charity event there and I was working. And he arrived, and then like 10 minutes later, his mum arrived, and you think, you just, you would come with your mum, wouldn't you? Like, she was like a little old lady. And you think you would kind of like show for your mum. But he came first and then his little old lady mum came with like two bodyguards. I was very confused. Apparently, I don't know, I don't know if this is true. But apparently Orlando Bloom requested that he has a toilet just for himself and no one else, no one else is allowed to go in it. What the fuck? I know. So I don't know if he had some sort of like bowel problems and like needed to go all the time or he was just being an idiot would that be the weirdest request that's the oh i have um the weirdest request i do remember actually um this wasn't on my boat luckily but it was on a friend of mine's boat and um, it was really big and they had a helicopter and they were in like these caribbean islands and he he really liked this drink on another caribbean island but they didn't have it on the one that he was on so he got the pilot of the helicopter to fly to the other caribbean island with some of the crew pick up like a case of this drink that they liked um, and bring it back to the boat. And he literally took one sip and was like, oh, that was what I wanted. And then like threw the rest away. So we got oh, someone to like go in a helicopter to go and get like a can of whatever. That makes me so angry. <laughs> Doesn't it? Oh my God, utter trash. Well then, wow. do you know what though? I always think, oh, how annoying. But then I think, do you know what? If I was worth 300 million or five billion or however much you know i kind of would probably do no i wouldn't do that actually one thing i love about housewives is that a lot of them are fake rich to quote gina liano from melbourne housewives your life is a dick of cards and it's about to tumble over that was good accent thank you i was a child actor i find it fascinating how people fake their way up the ranks in society were they on your season as well? The the people who were so clearly gangsters and had like drug money. Yeah, they were my they were like one of my favourite people and she had she brought all black 
all black. Yeah, she was amazing. She was great. I love them. But do you know what's really funny is obviously so on the episode it was like he's very gangster, which he was. But he was also really, really, really nice person. He was like the nice gangster ma- mafia man. He was always really nice. He would come up for breakfast and we'd be like, morning, how did you sleep? And he would be really lovely to us and he wouldn't be rude. And he was like a nice gangster. That's very sweet, but I feel like they're almost the most dangerous ones. Oh, for sure. For sure. I would not be surprised if he's killed someone. That's why Kate and I were like, let's just be nice to him and he'll be nice to us. Because as soon as we piss him off, he'll just kill her. These usernames are just difficult to read. Bcarrier.carlocka says, would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always be 30 minutes early? 10 minutes late. I don't, I don't really like, I hate being late anyway, um, but I hate um, waiting for people. I can't, I don't mind waiting five, 10 minutes, but if I'm sat there for half an hour, I'll just leave. So I'll just end up having no friends. You would get on with Teddy Mellencamp from Real Hustlers of Beverly Hills. RYNZ18 says, did you hook up with anyone on deck? I guess that just means on the show. It could possibly mean like on the physical deck. No and no. So I've never, I haven't hooked up with anyone on the show and I've never hooked up on the deck. It's, it, I can't imagine it being very comfortable. No, absolutely no. not. But there wasn't really anyone to hook up with on your season, apart from that group of gays which you ultimately ended up having a good time with in the end yeah no they they were quite fun that gold speedo you wore was uh one of the highlights of the season for me so small as well they could have at least got a bigger size jamers03 asks i think he might think you're someone else because he says details on hookup with that awful charter guest crystal um no i'm not ross a lot less handy than ross oh is that who it was okay yeah i am i am friends with crystal though she is hilarious um we've gone out for dinner with her michael went when we filmed i think it was a reunion yeah it must have been the reunion when um we were filming during the day um michael my boyfriend and crystal who was dating ross at the time um went out for like a ladies at lunch and it was like they had a great time that is so cute. I can't, I don't yeah. know why I'm not picturing Bristol, but I'm sure she was iconic. She was in the last episode, the absolutely mental one that kept like hitting people and like chucking her guests off and like refused to go to bed. Like I said, iconic. <laughs> What's your favourite underwear? Asks <laughs> Kevin. No, Kevensha. I can't with these fucking screen names. I guess that's like boxes or briefs. Oh. Um. I don't. What, are the, what is the difference? Is a boxer the one that is loose? Yeah, there's boxers, briefs, and then I guess what they're called pants. I don't really know what they're called. So I like the. Um, I've only. <laughs> I only ever wear white underwear. Yes, I know, weird. And it's kind of like halfway down my thigh, but it's tight because it needs to conceal. That is so funny. Your white. I do, I do like a fresh white Calvin yeah. Klein. Nothing like a fresh white. Choosing the pants really just sets the tone for how well the day is going to be. Yeah. If little Josiah is uncomfortable, then I'm going to be uncomfortable, aren't I? So that's the main priority. (laughs) I can't with you. Okay, Chris (laughs) Tenker. Is there anywhere on the boat that doesn't have cameras during filming? Yeah, um, obviously all our bathrooms don't have any cameras. They have, they've got fixed cameras like you would expect in Big Brother. And they have those in the cabins and in the crew mess and in the galley and the pantries and some outside. Um, they don't have any. They don't have any cameras in the guest cabins, and they don't have any cameras in like the main salon and stuff. But they do have um, 
like people walking around with cameras that come in there when you're there are they on a sort of like nine to five like when do the crew come up I guess they're in a hotel and they come on like at the beginning of the day they will come on at like seven o'clock in the morning which is roughly when we kind of get up and then they'll work to maybe five o'clock in the afternoon and um, people will then come on at like one o'clock in the afternoon and they've got really strict times they've got to stick to I think but they'll have like an early a middle and a late Kind of like we do on the boat, we have an early, middle and late person. They've kind of got the same. Hadar underscore Draymond says, where did the camera crew sleep while filming? They are in a hotel, right? Yeah, they're in a hotel, yeah. Got it. What's your favourite song out right now? Says Nigel Stargate. That's a nice username, I could say that. I like that username, Stargate. That's a great, mm. like, that's his surname, that's a great surname. Um, I don't know, so I was, I've been listening to a bit of Dua Lipa at the moment, um, but I have found this song... You need after this. You need to listen to it because it is hilarious. Um, it's by Whitney Houston, and it is called "My Name Is Not Susan," and it is the I don't know why, but I, it, I was just shuffling a playlist, and it came on, and it is so funny. But I absolutely love it. But I've also listened to Dua Lipa. I like taste, love the new album, Future Nostalgia. Yeah. I'm immediately going to look up. Don't call me Susan. What is it? Yeah, <laughs> my name's not Susan. It, I don't know where I found it, but it was just it just made me laugh, like if you listen to the lyrics. I want to introduce Nigel Stargate to Mrs. Redhead. Yeah. And see if they make a, a glorious pairing. Right, final question. Ying Yang Child says, Do you prefer being oh, okay, I think this might be a naughty question. Do you prefer being below deck or above deck? Do you know what? Sometimes it's nice to be below deck and sometimes it's nice to be above deck and sometimes it's nice to switch between the two. I mean, I don't think it's greedy. I don't think that I'm a, a taker all the time. Sometimes it's nice to choose and it's nice to be able to have the choice to be above or below deck. I respect this answer. And um, let me just say, I completely uh, agree with you. Josiah, thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure to chat to you. Where can people find you online? So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Josiah Carter underscore. Um, I've been doing loads of cocktail videos. So if anybody wants to make a cocktail, then head there and have a look at them or um, send me a message or comment on one of them to request one. Um, I also have been trying to do TikTok, but I'm not the best at it. So you can try and find me on there, but I wouldn't be too excited about any um i don't really post on it very much but um instagram is the main place that i'll be on have a gorgeous rest of your day thank you you too bye, bye. and there we go guys it's time for me to get in bed this has been fun 